0: Oh, I love it, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of love today, how do you elevate a business using love? That's what we're gonna. Got, that's exactly what we're gonna talk about today. So let's get this show on the road.
1: Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of...
0: Business, business.
1: Bruce! <laughs> oh,
0: yeah!
2: Let's do this
0: thing! Him.
3: All right.
1: It's not that
0: for you to drop the heat.
3: It is it is but first let's not forget it is our favorite day of the week oh Oh yeah, S-H-I-T. So, so happy, happy Thursday. Thursday. Uh, <laughs> we love that. We love that. All right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www businessbros.biz to schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody. We're so excited and honored to bring another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Today's guest helps women and millennial entrepreneurs build effective sales strategies and become authorities in their fields. He's an inspirational speaker and best selling author who teaches business owners how to use love, that's leadership, organization, vision, and empowerment to elevate their businesses. Between the courses our guest has developed and his best selling book, he teaches people how to create a business strategy, build an effective model, define bespoke metrics, improve time efficiency, and create quality leads. Basically, if you want to master the basics of your business and learn how to master your day, stay tuned to learn from the king of entrepreneurship. Joining us today from exclusive visions based across the pond in London, welcome to the show, Dean Williams.
2: What up, Dean? How, how, well, how's uh, it going across the pond over there? It got, hey, that's one of the best intros I've ever had. I was like, wow, I want to listen to this person. And I realized you're talking about me. And I think, wow, <laughs> wow <that was>
3: amazing. <laughs> wow, this guy's awesome. Who is oh, shit? It's me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ham does a good job. He does a good job. Hey, bow. Bow.
3: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: All right, dude, let's get into this thing, man. Everybody gets into business for one reason or another. And I find that that core why reason is the reason that keeps us going through those difficult times in our business. When we're struggling, when we can't get those customers, when we can't get something right, the why keeps us pushing forward. Why did you get into this space?
2: So for me, that's a very simple question. The reason why I got into business is because I want to leave a legacy for my children's children. I wanted to have something that was going to stand the test of time but more importantly be beneficial now and also long after i'm dead and buried so that's my why it's just not even about me it's about the future generations to come mm,
0: legacy legacy is, right. is amazing it's a it's a driving factor for a lot of people uh, including myself it's one of the reasons why i love doing the podcast uh, i heard gary v say it now and, and i'll steal it from him again here Right now, my great-great-great-grandchild is probably watching this episode. And that's one of the cool things about leaving your video, your audio. It's like a personality. It's a digital. <sighs> exactly. It's a digital. <laughs> that kinda, you, you get to leave a little piece of you for the future to see so okay we're working with some legacy here uh why this particular industry so t- first of all let, tell the audience you know what industry is it that you're in what do, what are you trying to help people do and why'd you pick that one versus you could have left a legacy with a lot of different things
2: yeah most definitely i'm so i'm gonna go backwards to be able to go forward so for me personally it was i just needed to do something which was in line to my purpose in life and uh, it's okay for me to share my purpose with you yeah absolutely Okay, fantastic. So my purpose is very simple: is to serve, inspire, and to empower individuals to live to their highest standard in the context of love and joy. So love being leadership, organization, vision, empowerment, and joy being just one you. So I would, I love working with people for them to be the best version of themselves. So the the best vehicle that I found to be able to deliver that was through business, and. Being, I guess, working in the working in a bank for so many years before, I had a wonderful opportunity of working with four individuals who had over 100 years experience. And it was like going to university for free for two years, but learning so much. And I'm an inquisitive person. And there was one particular question that kept bugging me. Why do so many businesses fail within the first year? Why hasn't that been stamped out? And that was the one um, question that really got me onto the path of being a, business mentor, business educator, where I just want to be of service to people for them to have their best life through this particular vehicle of business and entrepreneurship. Dean, that sounds like the
0: most selfish thing I've ever heard anybody say. (laughs) 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 But the truth
3: is... I don't think it means what you think it means. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly. Good one. Good one. No, but you know what? The truth of the matter is it is very selfish. Um, Mm -hmm. And and, and one of the things that I've found, I mean, I I teach uh, high school kids all the time. I love talking business. Uh, My little slogan that I've come up with is I sell houses and I talk business. This is what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. But the most enjoyable part. Of teaching or being that that uh, mentor is when you explain something to somebody who doesn't have a clue what they're talking about or have never stepped into that space, and the light bulb goes off, right? And all of a sudden yeah. they see it. There's clarity in what you're explaining to them. Not only is there clarity in because what you've explained, but because they can see themselves in that situation. Now they have a path that they can travel on. And and to me, spreading that joy and that knowledge. It, it makes me happy right it really does that's that's really what drives me a lot of the times you know whether whether you know I, I put an instagram story and 20 people listen to it or 250 people listen to it or more it doesn't matter it's the one that it makes a difference on and when i get dm saying you know that was great I, that really inspired me i really needed to hear that that's what i love doing right that's where the the difference is i find that you you have to be selfish in life and find out those things that make you happy and for me and what I, what I hear from you is being of service to other people is the thing that brings you the most
2: joy. So you have to be selfish at it. Am I? Am I did I hear you correctly? I had to And I guess it's that the whole selfish element is, for me, it's like I'm living through my purpose. I said to myself, like, I'm going to live my life on purpose and do things my way. And the best way for me to do that is to be of service. Like, as you just said, that light bulb moment When I'm on stage or I'm doing webinars, I'm doing my podcast, I'm doing whatever it is. And I get people message me back like, oh my God, I heard that before, but the way you put it, now I understand what I need to be doing. That for me is like, that's why I do what I'm doing. Or when someone reads my book and they think like, oh my God, you know what? I've been struggling on this thing for so long, but the way you broke it down was the way that I needed to see it. And I realized to myself, when I first when I first became an inspirational speaker, I used to go into the room and I wanted everyone to clap, everyone to like cry when I was doing those um, when I was doing those um, motivational, inspirational talks. And one of my mentors who was training me said, "Look, you're not here to serve everybody. You're here to serve the people who are going to really connect with you and need to hear the story in the way that you're going to tell it." And that humbled me. So now, just like you. I don't care about if a million people see me or just five people see me. If what I have done has enriched your life and has brought value to you, that for me is me living to the best version of my own personal reality. Mm. Yes. Well, look, at our our live studio audience is clapping you up, Dean. That's what I, I'm talking I'm, about. I'm feeling it myself, heard I was, I was, like, I was like, I was an Obama moment right there. That
0: so. <laughs> was, dude. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. <laughs> so we locked in our Y. I, I love, I love breaking that down. But the other part of it is. Who, right? So who's this target audience that you're after? So entrepreneurs can be everything. I, I have, you know, 17, 16, 17 year old entrepreneurs who make burritos at home and bring them to school and sell them. Well prior to covid right uh, but you know we've had you know 16 17 year old entrepreneurs all the way to the ones that are my age and they you know they're 40 years old and they've been working for the last 20 years and they're like you know what i need something different and and they're trying to get into the entrepreneurial space how did you clearly define who you're going after who's that person that that is ready to receive your message what do they what what's that ideal customer look like
2: yeah that any entrepreneur who's starting out, and I say to every single everyone I'm working with, you're going to fail more in business than you are going to succeed. And that, that's a fact, is period. Like, so what I just like everyone else, when I started, I had a particular avatar about who I thought was going to be the people that I was going to be working with. And it's only when I started testing and validating my hypothesis where I realized the original people which I created this this fictitious avatar, I realized it wasn't um, these young white men who worked in the city who wanted to do their own thing. I realized more women were gravitating towards the messages I was putting out there. When I was doing talks, they were the one who was signing up. And it was young millennials who wanted to actually make a difference in the world, wanted to leave a legacy themselves. So it's only when I literally, got out of the house I started testing the hypothesis then I could really create the real avatars. And since then, I literally haven't looked back. Um, as you can see in my jumper, I've created my own tribe, my own um, entrepreneurship community where people are joining and majority of that are women. So as I said, living legacy.
0: How much of it is like your authentic self? And I'll give you an example. Um, I'm kind of asshole when it comes to a lot of stuff, right? Uh, and <laughs> James, will, James will attest to that. And my wife always tells me the same thing. Like, there's a lot of times where You're I don't... Lying. <laughs> thanks, man. <Em, laughs> thanks. <laughs> but there's a lot of times where uh, when I talk to people, I don't really sugarcoat stuff. I don't really... I'm not really sensitive to their feelings. I kind of do the same thing with my students too. I'm like, look, dude, honestly, like, your feelings. Like, I don't really... <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not being sensitive to where you are today because I can see clearly that you need to become somebody who's stronger than that because you've the future that you are telling me you want to achieve, right? You're telling me you want to become something else that you want to be this, you want to be that. Well, in order to be this or that, you got to get over the little emotional humps that you have right now. You need to get a tougher skin. You need to be able to go out and try things and not have to worry about what he said or she said or whatever. Stop blaming people. Stop doing those sorts of things. Stop coming up with excuses. Like I tend to call people out on that stuff Cause I expect them to do the same for me. And I expect to be called out on the stuff that I'm, when I make a mistake too, so that I can shift and get back in line. But I have a hard time being my authentic self a lot of the time because of that exact thing that I'm telling other people not to do. I have a hard time because I'm afraid when I tell someone, dude, that's stupid. That's you're being, you're making up excuses for yourself. Like this is crap. And I'm afraid to hurt their feelings. As much as I say that I won't online, or I, you know, I, I, you know, you should get past that. The authenticity inside the walls still come up. So when you're testing those different things and you're you're trying to put out the message that you want, how much is it your authentic self, and how much do you have to kind of curate to meet the people that you're trying to target?
2: That's a wonderful question. Like for me, I, I've learned over the years. I, I've been doing this for almost ten years now, and I've learned everything I do is authentic. I when I tell people when they first meet me, I tell everyone, if you try to be um, everyone's type of cup of tea, you end up being a mug. So I'm not here to please everybody. I'm here to look after people. I'm here to look after like the people that I'm here to serve. And you're, if you like who I am and I resonate with you, you're gonna see, see the true me 100% of the time. You're gonna see me when I'm up. You're gonna see me when I'm down. You're gonna see me when things are blowing up and you, you realize, wow, this guy did it, Like this is him. So when people come to me, I tell them straight away, don't make up excuses around me. If you're one of these people who love to make up excuses, then I'm not the person who you need to be working with because I will call you out on your nonsense. I'll hold you accountable. If you're coming to me, there's two things that was guaranteed to happen. You're going to get results and you're going to fail. And when I tell people this, they like like, how does that make sense? Because, like, fail for me is an acronym. It's first attempts in learning. Like, <laughs> you've never done this before. So if you haven't done this before, it means you're going to be learning. Things are not going to go right for you, even if you have a mentor and you have an expert. This is why so many of these groups, so-called gurus, I can't stand them. Like, be real. This whole six-figure nonsense. Is like, you're all not gonna be six figures. You're all not gonna be seven. Like, this too common nonsense. No, you're not. Some of you are not even gonna make it. Some of you should actually go back and work for someone else, a startup or whatever. People don't like to hear all that. Everyone, everyone wants to buy into this fairy tale of everyone's gonna be successful. But success is different for everybody else. So, for me, it's managing expectations from the very beginning, and that's what I do. And um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, number two, it's really that like sitting down and saying to people from the very beginning, when the level of thinking, the choices that you made that got you to where you are now is not designed to get you to where you want to be. So what do you need to unlearn? What do you need to educate yourself with? And who do you need to surround yourself with to be able to get you to that next stage? Many people don't like doing the hard work. And I want to finish off with this, right? And this is very, very important. This is one of the best sayings, which I love, and it goes with the, the psychology of a lot of the people, how people think today, is that this, everybody wants to get to heaven, but no one wants to die to get there. So everyone wants the success, but no one wants to put in the work to be able to get what they want to achieve. So it's like painting the picture. If you want to be an entrepreneur, that's great. But I guarantee you, if you don't do the second part, of what is required for you to be successful. And that's developing your business acumen, the unsexy part of being a, being in business. I promise you, I guarantee you're gonna fail in the next um, two years. And I'll bet my career on that as well. You've got to develop both sides, but no one likes hearing that stuff. But I said, I'm not here to please you. I'm here to be of service. Yes, yes. Sorry.
0: I, first of all, I love the fail. Uh, you're you're just full of acronyms. Like I love that stuff. <laughs> obviously, I, obviously I, I was full of something else, but Yeah, no, no, happened. not that. I'll give you I'll give you another one. Another <laughs> one that I've learned is uh, focus. Follow one course until successful. Right. That's a, that's yeah. another one that I that I've heard and I, I really like. But I love your fail one because it's absolutely true. Uh, you know, failure is is just part of what you're doing. You have to test things out, right? And Perfect. and I love how you and you said the results part because. That is absolutely true. You're going to try something and whether you succeed or fail is almost irrelevant. What you're going to get if you try, if you take the action step is you're going to get a result, right? Like When I wake up in the morning and, you know, it's 420 in the morning and I get up and I work out, I I might not have the best workout, right? Maybe the day before I didn't go to sleep at the right time, but I got a result. I got a workout in and I can improve. I'm like, okay, I'm too tired. I need to go to bed a little bit earlier the next day. Or maybe I need to, you know, drink some more water or whatever it is. You're improving upon the results that you achieve. And that's the beauty of failure is your that's your attempt in learning. You've tried something, but the key in that is the A, the attempt, or you can call it action or whatever it is you have to do in order for you to get anywhere. Hypothetical, thinking, reading, those are all great things for development,
2: but nothing is going to take you to that level of success like action will. You agree? A hundred percent. And I, again, another acumen that I use as well, the right actions plus the right attitude will equal the right results. So for myself personally, I'm in a hundred percent agreement with you. And it just goes back to what I was saying before. Everything that we do is a learning curve. Like You're either going to succeed or you're going to fail, but you don't really fail unless you stop at what it is that you're doing. So it's really, you're either going to succeed or you're going to learn. That's the true test within life. And are you will, willing to go through that necessary hard work now where you may not see the results um, one year, two years, three years, five or seven years, whatever, but stay the distance? So, again, I've got like, so many different acronyms that I use. Like DCC, you've got to be disciplined, you've got to be committed, you've got to be consistent towards your dream, to, towards what it is that you want to be doing in I know, I'm feeling these claps as well, I love it. <laughs> but for myself right now, it's that like, these are the kind of um, principles or these are the kind of things that so-called entrepreneurs lack in this day and age, and hence why I do what I do. And this is why when people come to me, they know that you're going to get, it's like, it's impossible. I do everything by numbers. I say it all the time. If, if God speaks any language, it'll be mathematic because numbers never lie. I do everything by numbers and the numbers will tell me the story of what you are t- totally doing. So when you're telling me, yeah, I'm being productive today, show me the numbers. And then I'll tell you how productive you're really going to be or how productive you're really being. And for me, my the entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs, the professionals who come to me, they know you're coming to me. You know, you really are about that life. You really want to be successful. If you're not coming to me, then I hope like you have someone who's gonna hold you accountable, who's gonna look at your numbers, who's not gonna allow you to make up excuses, who are not gonna tell you that every single day it's bumblebees and birds talking and having fun. But life is real, you're gonna have that more downs than ups, but when you have your ups, celebrate it. So that's what I want to share right now.
0: Yes, yes. All right. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's dig a little bit deeper on the action part, right? I think I heard Tony Robbins say something like, uh, you will be rewarded in public for what you practice in private, right? So this comes down to almost anything. Uh, you know, you, you go to the, I don't know, the beach. We got the beach here in San Diego. It's a beautiful place. Uh, And you walk out to the beach, you take off your shirt, you're walking around and people are like, ooh, look at that, right? What are they looking at? They're looking at your practice every single day. That's when you went to the gym every single day. That's when you were out there running every single day. You're putting in the sweat. You're putting in every day's piece of work so that when you take your shirt off in public, people are looking at you and they can clearly see that this is the work that you've put in. Right, You will be rewarded in public for what you do in private. It works the same way in your business. The success of your podcast, of your company, of whatever it is, it comes from all the work that nobody sees you do, the podcast itself, this this visual that you see, the show that we put on, this is the end result of all the hard work that we put in behind the scenes, all the little creation of the clips, little, you know, sound bites, whatever it is that we're adding, <laughs> those are all little things that we put work in when nobody's looking, when nobody's seen. maybe even the first hundred episodes that nobody downloaded and listened to, right? That's, that's kind of how it works. So... When you're talking about being busy versus being productive, those are two separate things. Those are both action things. But how do we separate the two so that we're doing in private we're spending that private time being productive, being you know tactical, moving towards that direction versus spending that time in private where maybe we're watching Netflix and we're, quote, doing research, but not actually being productive? How, how can we determine the difference between the two?
2: setting clear goals setting clear visions knowing what success actually looks like for you so i give you um, a clear understanding of what this looks like for me so if you was coming to me and you said hey dean i really want to see something different in my business and I, i'm not too sure the first thing we got to do is get clarity right that's the first thing what is it what does success look like for you and how i work is in 90 day sprints. so i like to break them um Every like three months and every single month, there are clear, defined goals with the right metrics, so we can define what success looks like for us. So once we have a clear vision, that's number one. It's okay, you know what? Let's now take inventory of ourselves. What is it that you have? What is it that you don't have? But it's going to help us to be able to achieve that goal by the end of it. So that's number two. then lastly, is okay. What is it okay that you need to implement or have by your side, like a mentor? or a coach that's going to help you to be able to get there. Because if you was good enough to do this by yourself, and this is like a kind of side note, people need to humble themselves. If you was as good as you think you are in your head, you would be able to achieve the results you're looking for. Would you agree? Yes. 100%. If you're not, humble yourself. Find someone who is a, a few steps in front of you. Everyone wants to look at the Gary Bees and the Tony Robbins. Like Me personally, I don't care about them. Like, they're they're really where they want to be. Like, you need to find mentors, coaches who are only two, three steps in front of you who are willing and have the time to support you where you are in your journey. And those are the three things that I'm saying that is needed. So you create your 90-day sprint. You test it with the right metrics. You know what success looks like. You be disciplined. You are committed. You're consistent with your action throughout that whole process. And at the end of it, you review what happened, what went well, what didn't go well, what needs to be refined for the next 90-day sprint so therefore you can increase on your successes. And these are like small things but make massive differences within people achieving what they want. And a lot of great things have happened with people just implementing these types of models or mythologies within their business and just being able just to test your idea because too many people like to procrastinate over their dreams and stuff and pretend that, yeah, you know, I'm making a difference because I'm talking about it. No, shut up, stop it, behave yourself. Actually go out there, test your idea, test your hypothesis, validate it, invalidate it as quickly as possible, and then start talking about it and referring to other people and refining your ideas. But hopefully with all of that, you understood what I was saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, I agree with that. You know, it's it's the thing about social media is it allows us it gives us a platform to talk and that has a double edge on it. Right. On the one hand, spreading a message of positivity or productive or, you know, sit down, grind it out. All those things are messages that people need to hear. And those are all great. The problem is we're quick to jump on a pedestal and talk without actually doing, right? It's much easier to stand on a pedestal and talk than to sit down and actually do the work, to grind it out, right? Uh, and and I, I 100% agree with you that one of those work ethics, one of those abilities to get out and work, is is almost lost upon one generation to the other, Um in today's world, where we don't have to get in a car and drive somewhere, where we don't have to, you know, even just you know shake hands anymore, everything's going digital. Uh, where we can easily fall prey into the what we think is action and what we think is you know productive work and non-productive work in the digital space. Uh, and get lost in here and and you know just start spouting off what we believe when we can go down a, a ton of rabbit holes and get attention and assume that the attention is the success that we're looking for so mm-hmm. when you when you have clients that are ready to talk ready to share um ready to grab the attention how cautious are you in telling them things like whoa You know, that whole, maybe Black Lives Matter, probably not the topic you want to be talking about for your particular business. Whoa, politics, Democrats, Republicans, probably not the topic, you know, LGBTQ, probably not the topic for your business. Or sometimes it is, and that's that route that they want to go, right? So how do you make sure that attention versus the right attention is what our entrepreneurs are going after?
2: Okay, you're on fire today, you know, I love that question. So that's one of the big things. And one of the, again, when you're sitting up and people take inventory, that's one of the first things I get everyone to do is do you know your core values? Do you understand understand what your brand is all about? And these are the kind of things, okay, once you know your brand, your brand voice, once you know, okay, um, who you truly are, what the business stands for. That's when you know, okay, the types of things you can and shouldn't, can talk about. And things, okay, you might say, hey, you know what, that's a hot topic right now, right? But that doesn't fit our brand. So that's where that brand awareness comes in, that, that internal brand awareness comes in. And you know, okay, you know what, that's not me. Like my target audience know that's not what we talk about. But you know what, personally, you may support that whole Black Lives Matter, but that might not fit your brand right now. So, like, people need to understand, okay, what, when to talk up, when not to talk up. It's all to do with do you understand your business and what it stands for. And once you know your brand awareness, your brand, um, your brand um, core values, and all that stuff, that's when you know. Okay, you know what? There's certain things I know I can talk about, and certain things I cannot. But that's important, and that's for me um, personally. Like, people don't take the time out to understand. What is their brand all about? It's everyone's so quick to jump on everyone else's bandwagon because that's hot right now. And they feel that that might get them a few more likes or clicks or followers if they start tweeting that. But you don't understand that's damaging your brand for future growth later on.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's absolutely true. Because what you have written on your shirt, by the way, a tribe—that's yeah. different, right? Your tribe believes what you believe when it comes to your brand, when it comes to what your vision is for your particular company. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that they cre- they believe in every social issue or political issue that is out there. They don't necessarily agree with you on that. So it's not that, uh, and and this is what I want to make clear: it's not that you are for or against any specific outside argument what you are for are the core values in your business and you want to make sure that you nurture and validate and keep those core business core values in your business a high priority so that your tribe feels like this is a safe space for me when i come here i know i'm going to expect this am i hearing you
2: correctly when you're describing that 100 and that's exactly um how um it's all for me personally that's what it's actually about you need to know your brand voice um what do you stand for and your vision has to be clear so going back to the very very first thing that you said do you know your why your why will art- help you articulate what it is that you're all about if you know your why strong enough from that alone you can come up with your brand story that allows people to gravitate to who you are. It will allow you to articulate to your audience what you're about. But it also gives you that grounding to also say what you can tap into and what you cannot tap into because you know your brand voice. And you know, if you tap into something that is not in accordance to your brand voice, you just leave it alone. And it's as simple as there's gonna be so many other things coming your way, that you can actually use that could be even more positive anyway for your brand, but you could push out there. but Literally enhances your business and your brand value as well. Because remember, your brand, your asset. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, Dean.
0: You know, you've, you've spread such a positive message today. It's very uh, curated, very perfect online with what a lot of entrepreneurs who are barely starting out need to focus their attention on so that they have that momentum to push through that first year, to push through that first five years uh, into something that they want to create and and grow. So if people do
2: want to work with you, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, most definitely. And um, the best way like, I'm on LinkedIn, if you put in um, Dean Williams, Exclusive Visions, um, you see that pretty black guy pop up straight away. That's me. Um, also, um, <laughs> um, www.exclusivevision.co.uk. Um, you can book a free consultation. Um, not with just myself, but someone from the team will also um, get in um, hold of you. Or connect with me um, on Exclusive Visions underscore so ex underscore Visions as well. So yeah, those are the um, key things. But I just wanted to leave with a golden nugget. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so one of the key things, okay, which I have learned over the years is we mo- we have moved from the information age into the implementation and results age. This is where we are right now. To get like, you, like almost anything right now that anyone wants to be in any type of career, you can go on YouTube University and you can find programs on youtube udemy teachables whatever and you can learn up to a master's level without leaving your house but information now is at everyone's fingertips what most people failing at is the implementation and getting the results that you're looking for now for me personally if you're going to go to anyone don't just look at their followers or how many likes they have or comments that they have look at how many people have they actually been able to help? People that have actually been able to change their lives. How many businesses have they actually been able to turn around or even just start and grow? There you'll find the true results. There you'll find the integrity of that person or that organization. And this is something I just want to leave with people because I have a pet peeve of all these people saying, I'm a business consultant, but you ain't done nothing. Hmm. So just wanted to share that.
0: Now that's beautiful. That's be- I, I- yeah. Dude, ladies and gents, that's really what it's about. Let me turn that down a little bit. Look, Dean said it perfectly. This is the age of implementation. You don't need to figure out how to calculate stuff. You don't need to figure out and memorize definitions. Google does that for you. However, everything you learn, knowledge is only potential power. It's up to you to go out and implement whatever it is that you want to do. So Dean, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Dropping some knowledge and some actionable things that people need to do. Uh, and again, ladies and gents, look, you guys want to be guests on the show. You guys have something going on, some message, some business, something that people need to hear about. Go to businessbros.biz guest and just hop on. Our our calendar opens up eight weeks in advance, and we'd love to hear your story because there are people just like Dean out there doing different things in different industries, and we want to give you the opportunity to share that message. Dean, thank you very much for coming on the show again. I hope you have a great time, uh, a great evening. I know it's late over there, so thank you very much for coming
2: on. Thank you, Helena. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. All right,
0: ladies and gents, we'll see you guys manana. Have a great rest of your SHIT. So happy it's Thursday. Peace.
1: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business.